Hello and welcome to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendeke. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. We are locked and loaded and ready to go. And before we get into the show, there's only one thing to do. That's right, Mike. You hear that sound? You know what that means? Uh, yes, I do, Rob. You do know what that means? Yes, I do. It means that this show today is brought to you by our newest sponsor, Righteous Felon Craft Beef Jerky. Uh, you can get, go to RighteousFelon.com, use our code ALWAYSRIGHT, all one word, no spaces, for 15% off. Mike just came in. We got some free stuff from them today, uh, last week. Mike, you just tried their, what was it, the Hickory uh, Beef Stick? Is yeah. that what it was called? Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? What did you think of the product? product? Yeah, are, we, are we peddling good stuff here, or are we just corporate chills all in it for the money <laughs> well considering the fact that we've not made money yet i yeah. can't i can't say we're in it for the money yet. oh we're in it for the uh, money buddy. uh yeah it is a solid piece of meat <laughs> and we'll keep it at that because i don't want to say anything that gets you canceled from the show there you so, go there you go uh once again guys righteousfella.com use the code always right all one word for 15% off all products, whether you buy one thing, whether you buy 15 things, it doesn't matter. Great prices all the way through, and we're just giving you a little topper um, just to make it just that much more affordable. Also want to say a happy Easter to all of you who uh, celebrate and observe the holiday. Um, hope you guys all got Easter baskets. Mike, did you get an Easter basket this year? Uh, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I'm anticipating one. If, if not, right. if, if, if my family's listening to this, which they should be, mm-hmm. and I don't get one, I'm going to be hashtag upset. Yeah, I got I got a like a package of M and M's. Oh, there you go, there you go, yep. and then a firm slap on the behind. So good and, job. Yeah, and I said you were just doing a great job, Michael. <laughs> so that's and I said, well, I'm upset. Yeah, so. exactly. Right. Where's we had a rough week, so it was <laughs> all right. I'm let's. Glad, I'm glad we've got a lot of stuff to go over. We've got WrestleMania night two and our reactions from the whole week of professional wrestling. We're talking night two. We're talking the Raw after. We're talking SmackDown. We've got a loaded AEW show and some huge news coming out of that. And we've even got some New Japan news really quick to hit on. We're also going to be talking some Tigers. we got NBA playoffs. And we're ending the show, like we always do, with our favorite segment on the show, a Mark Zone Mock Draft Corner. Lots of stuff to go into. Um, so, Mike, let's just get into it. We're not um, talking the Masters? Nope, not talking the Masters. Sorry. No. We'll talk about that maybe next week. Kind of, sort of, not really. Um, Tiger, I only know is that Tiger Woods withdrew, and I was like, and there goes my interest right there. It's gone. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we may talk about it next week, especially if Brooks kind of finishes it out the way I anticipate he does, because I think that'll be an interesting conversation for the whole live thing. But mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Um, let's just jump into it, Mike. Night two, WrestleMania. Um, I think we can both agree before we actually get to this match card. Clearly not as good as night one. Um, but I don't necessarily think that um, they got helped. And, and we'll kind of get to it. But I think there were some circumstances. I think some results did not help the feeling after mm-hmm. the show. But I also think that, like, there were a couple matches that kind of got snake bit a little bit mm-hmm. um, with just kind of some happenings in the match as we kind of go through yeah. it. But I thought night one was better. See, I originally <clears throat> thought night two was better. Yeah. And now I'm kind of looking through this card. Yeah. And I don't know if I would agree with that statement anymore. Yeah. I think night one, looking back on it, I think it was just a little bit better. Both in ring-wise, I thought... We kind of got better payoffs for the most part. Um, It's kind of sad to think that probably, like, Cena in theory is probably one of, like, bottom two or three matches on the whole show. Oh, absolutely. You're like, oh, I was kind of looking forward to, you know, Cena rocking out a little bit. Instead, Mm -hmm. he was like, I'm going to go there with a whole bunch of Make-A-Wish kids and let them all down. That'll be fun. God. (laughs) Yeah, he did do that. That's true. That's tough. That's why I hope he's going to actually win. He's like, oh, he's going to come out and 
win. And yeah. then it's like, oh. When you, when you watched that Raw after Mania, you knew he would, like, in retrospect, he definitely was not winning. Cause... Oh, God. Yeah. And we're going to talk. We have to talk about that in the backstage stuff as well because I need to qualm some fears, I think, a little bit. And I think people need to slow it down a little bit because we do have the WWE sale that we kind of have to go into as well mm-hmm. talking about this weekend. But let's get to the show card first. Let's start off there, and then we'll kind of work our way in. Yeah. So we walked out, opened with uh, this man, some people know, Brock Lesnar. Uh, never heard of him. Never heard of him. Nope. Uh, he fought another guy I've never heard of in Omos. I will give I will give them credit. They stacked this card the best way they could mm-hmm. from a from like a least important slash yes. I don't want to see this. Let's get this out of the way to I can't wait to see this. Yeah, this they felt, did that really well. This felt very New Japan-y yes. in that sense, yes. which I was I'm not very used to when it comes to yep. WWE, but. Yep. Uh, it did. It did have that feel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, this match is not rated because it went under five minutes, which so. I think was perfect. Yeah, it's, which in my mind yeah. is like a five star match because it did. Yeah, go because over five they minutes. understood. But. I think they over delivered based on what you were expecting. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to go very. If it went eight ten minutes, people would be like, "Well, we really, we really tried to milk this match for more than it was." But I thought they did a nice job. Mm-hmm. Brock was over. Omos with the, you know, basically Omos really took it to Brock for most of this match. And yeah. then, you know, suplex, Su- suplex, suplex, F5, F5, and then it's over, right? And you're like, okay, well, I'm good. Yep. yep. Fine opener. Yep. Uh, so Brock up. won, by the way, in case yes, you guys Brock didn't get did that. Win. Yes. Uh, good, good on him. Yeah. Um, next what the up, odds on that match would have been <laughs> plus a million. Plus $100 million. <laughs> Uh, Fatal Four Way Tag Team Showcase match, which to me didn't showcase a lot. No, but that's fine. No. Uh, we had Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler defeating a whole bunch of non-actual tag teams. So, tag teams. and this is one of this is and we're gonna start. We're gonna reference Raw a little bit as we kind of go through this. But this is the match that you look back on. You go, it didn't need to be on the show because they're not even the number one contenders for the tag titles because we crown new number one contenders for the tag titles the night after Raw, or the night after on Raw. Yeah, it was a team no, that lost. Yeah, for no freaking reason. So it's like, okay, question mark, don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally made no sense. So stupid. Yeah. When I say literally made no sense, we're, it's going to come up a lot. Yeah. That phrase is going to be a lot happening yeah. in the next like 10 mm-hmm. minutes here. So just yeah. get ready for it. Um, now we get to probably the best man. Oh, yeah, Oscar. this was great. Uh, Gunther, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, um, five stars from the Wrestling Observer newsletter here mm-hmm. went 16 minutes 36 seconds did not feel like 16 minutes no. 36 seconds no let me tell you and gunther pinned... i thought it felt short honestly i was like when they finished i, I was, was like, like 12 i was yeah, like 10 11 minutes I was like you sure we can't keep going for a little bit longer here and, they, and, and, and all three yeah. of them were like Please they're like help. hard pass actually i'm yeah. good yeah uh gunther pinned uh drew McIntyre. Yeah, so that's huge, right? Didn't expect Gunther to retain there. Um, the funny part is when we were doing these predictions, it yeah. was like, so Drew or Sheamus, which one? It can't be yeah, Gunther. Yeah, really wasn't yeah. even kind of in, because I just kind of felt like they were going to move him on. Yeah. I am firmly confident that he is going to now become the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion Absolutely. in history, and I'm not mad about it. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. I think Honky Tonk Man's claim to fame, because he's terrible, mm-hmm. is no longer a thing, and I'm excited about that. But uh, great match, best match on night two. Not really. I, I I would say it's probably pretty cool. I, I'd say the main event was pretty damn good. We'll get there. I mean, the match itself. No, no. Yeah. yeah we'll okay. Get there. Okay. I, I have um. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna let. I'm. You have your time, Mike. <laughs> Don't worry. All right. You teased it on Twitter. I'm gonna let you have your moment. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, this match is great. Uh. Really showcasing what the Intercontinental Championship should be about. Um. You know, cool surprise ending, right? Where it's like, okay, going through retain. And I was like, 
okay, here we go, right? Sheamus, super over still, right? I'm really excited to see what his 2023 is going to look like. Uh, Drew McIntyre taking the fall there, and now there's some rumors that he ain't necessarily happy with his creative slash the money being offered. Um, That would be a ginormous blow Mm -hmm. to WWE. But I will say this, and this is kind of a similar situation that we talked about with another former free agent, is I don't think Drew would be beneficial on the other side, though, no. either. I, I think we're kind of getting to the point with AEW where you are you have too much talent, almost, mm-hmm. and you don't have enough TV to feature all these guys, right? So it's kind of going to become kind of a slippery slope if some people don't start heading back to WWE from AEWs because you've really only had the one right now. Granted, it was a big fish, but, like, you're – you're kind of running out of TV time. And we're going to talk about AW a little bit later on where I think you kind of saw that a little bit already. Um, so I'm, it's a very interesting situation to monitor. I, I ultimately think it does get done, but I do think there's some conditions that are going to need to be met for Drew to resign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next up here, we had the Raw women's title match where, shockingly, not to me, but to no. a lot of people, yeah. Bianca beats Asuka. I think the most shocking part is that Asuka's 0-5 at Mania. I feel yeah, like that part is that part criminal to me. Like not yeah, well, she should have beat Charlotte, but it's fine. She should have um, beat the last like, three or four people. She yeah, fought, this was. A, I thought this was a good match, not a great match. Um, I thought this was solid. I, it, I think it was hard because they tried to position Asuka in the, in the little build that they had as a heel a little bit, right, with, like, the mist and stuff and a little more of an aggressive style. Mm-hmm. But people were so happy to see her back with the new look that she was getting cheered. Mm-hmm. So you were kind of fighting an uphill battle. So this was very much a babyface, babyface match, in my opinion, even though they tried, like, hell to do it. Mm-hmm. So I think it kind of took away from the match a little bit. We're like... I think people were firmly in, like, yep, even though Rhea Ripley's the heel, we're all team Rhea Ripley here, Mm -hmm. and we're good, Charlotte, thank you, right? Like, that just kind of felt like that. Um, I don't think that people necessarily wanted to boo Asuka, and they weren't going to boo Bianca, so it was just kind of like, yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think that kind of took away from the match a little bit. Yeah, Solid match, though, still. And I do think... My theory might be coming true. Yeah, this Bianca thing. Yeah, because she did an interview right after mm-hmm. mentioning that she beat Sasha and then Becky and now Oscar and now she's three and zero. Maybe, maybe I, I have this seeking yeah. suspicion that maybe they might be building to a a somewhat. Yeah, it's either going to be either a streak thing like Undertaker yeah. or it's going to be the Shawn Michaels like Mr. WrestleMania right. like yeah. Becky Bianca's in the match yeah. it's going to be it's a great be a, match yeah. you know like it's going to be one of the two mm-hmm. it depends on if she loses in the next like year or two yeah. and speaking of Bianca yeah the the one of two slightly bright moments on the Raw after Mania was Rhea Ripley walking out yeah. and kind of just going yeah okay yeah. I <sighs> WrestleMania 40 wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, that'll be interesting. It, listen, if you're going to tell me right now that we're going to get Bianca Rhea title for title at 40, I'm not going to be mad about it. No. I'm not going to be mad about it. However, as we get there, the whole year is going to suck mm-hmm. because you're just like, you don't feel like they're really in danger, you know, um, which is going to be interesting. The, you know, we're going to talk about the draft and all this stuff here in a second, but um, it, it, there's just, there's so many question marks. And it's it's a good thing because you're kind of restarting the wrestling year in a lot of ways right mm-hmm. after Mania. But, man, there's a lot of things where you go, man, this could go really south after a good six, eight months of doing, like, some really good work mm-hmm. and blowing it all up to shit. So it's scary. Yep. And then we 
Then we had our little tweener match in here where we had a, bro- a, a, a torn hamstring yeah. and then a, a Snoop man Listen, making moves. Snoop, MVP of the night. Yeah. Low key. Because he's like, I got to save this shit somehow, right? Literally thought he actually looked like he popped the Miz for real, which I thought was hilarious. Hilarious people's elbow. Him bouncing off the ropes, he was just like, boing. <laughs> you know, and he like, he's like, didn't sell it at all. No. Hilarious. Good on the Miz. I think that's why the Miz is so valuable to WWE. He really is a utility player in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, Shane McMahon coming out, I was like, oh, it's Shane. Cool. All right. What else is on? Because say, couldn't I care it, less. I think it was like the same effect that Pat McAfee had to wrestle. Yeah. Was it was like Pat McAfee. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Now, if you went to commentary, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. right. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't get anything. And from. I know some people were upset because they did the whole Bobby Lashley thing, right, where he just kind of came out and did a wave, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone was hoping they were going to get an LA Knight segment with him. I get all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do. However. When has ever WrestleMania ever been about showcasing strictly just oh the high like the highest ends of the talent base? It's never been like that. There's always this celebrity slash part time mix in shit. For every time you're excited about The Rock coming back, that's taking somebody else's spot. Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. Now I get it. Nobody likes Shane anymore because he was a dick at the Rumble two years ago. I understand it, but like, calm it down. Because guess what? It looks like LA Knight's primed to win the damn money in the bank. So if that's where they're going with it, are you really going to be upset that he didn't get a talking segment with Bobby Lashley? Because that would have bombed. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. So it's like, let's just accept the fact that maybe like there's there's a plan in place. And I want Mike to remember that statement I just said, that there's a plan in place. <laughs> As we get later on into this show. But let's continue. <laughs> Is there a plan I'm in place? Hoping. Is is there really? Uh, a I gotta plan do in something, place? or else I'm just gonna cry. So it's one of those two. <laughs> so our co-main event. Yeah. Hell in a Cell match. Snake bitten from the start. Rough. Yeah. Rough. Not good. Uh, entrances were fine because yeah. you know light doesn't help. Cool entrances. Would have preferred the actual brood entrance music when he did the brood part, and I hated the Titantron that said. Brood Edge. It's like, by the way, <laughs> this isn't regular Edge. This is Brood Edge. It looks I go, just like. And also, I don't. I, we're trying to rewrite history here a little bit, and not. I'm gonna go full nerd here for a second. Okay. But Brood Edge talked like three times, and they didn't win shit as part of the Brood. So, like, while it was cool, it was not meant to feature Edge or Christian. It was meant to feature Gangrel, and it didn't work. That's why they moved Edge and Christian away from the brood. So it's like, while it was cool, no, didn't accomplish anything. You know what I mean? Yes, so it's yes, like you, you're, you're, you're referencing back to a time that didn't work and was not over. Edge was the back. Edge and Christian were like the background pieces in the Ministry of Darkness just standing there going <laughs> the whole time. It didn't, didn't do anything. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, and then Finn comes out in his demon again. Just both these entrances, because it's laid out still. Don't work. Just doesn't Didn't work. work as well. It's the no. same thing with Mania 31 with the yep. Bray and the Taker entrances, yep. where it's mm-hmm. like it's still bright out, so it's like not as yeah. cool and ominous mm-hmm. when you can see him the entire time he's walking Yeah, they really out. tried to milk it for the Roman-Cody match because they are like, what else can we oh, fill in they, here so they, we can kind of see they, that sun go down? <laughs> they're watching, They're watching. you know, like, okay, sunsets at 4.47 p.m.? All right, we got to make it till then. Yeah, it's like we will make this match go four hours yeah. if it means it gets dark for this main event. Yeah. Um, um, 
But yeah, so Finn working hurt in this match though. Torn calf muscle yes. going in that we didn't know about. Yeah. And, and then, then takes, he got oh. oh my gosh. Yeah. The, the picture afterwards was terrible. Was terrible. Yeah. The the bad thing was because he wears the face paint, mm-hmm. you couldn't tell what right. was going on. Right. Uh, but he gets hit with the ladder like ten minutes into the match. Yep. This match only goes sixteen minutes. Yeah. They it feels they, like yeah. an hour. It should have went longer from what I read, right? They had more time, but they had to cut it because of that and because of the injury, right? Yeah. They did what they could. I, I can't blame Finn. I can't blame Edge. Yeah. It was just snake bit. I was I was ready because the things that Edge was saying before, they were yeah. like, yeah, I've been pitching like idea after idea after idea to them. Yeah. I'm like, I, I bet they had some ideas to like go to the top of the cell. Maybe. And, and you know, yeah. get out of the cell somehow and do some stuff. Like, you know, like there were the reports that Gangrel was going to show up right. and interfere, yep. Yep. and then Judgment Day was going to come out. Like, yep. I feel like this match had 32 minutes written all yeah. over it, right. and literally got cut in half, and so they went. And then when he throws the, the ladder into him, and there's like four minutes of... Edge just having to walk Edge around, having get, weapons to walk and around stuff. get weapons, because they need the camera on him and away from Finn, because yeah. Finn's bleeding to death, basically, yeah. out on the side. Right. Um. Yeah, it just thematically... And, and it doesn't help to... Hell in a Cell... I'm sorry. There, there's a level of like you kind of almost expect someone to get busted open at some point. Yes. And in this new age where you're really trying not to do that as much, Hell in a Cell doesn't work as effectively, yeah. right? So there's just a I lot think, of I, yeah. It was also hard because like he came in working hurt, like yeah. you said, and then he gets busted open, but it looked really bad. Yeah. That was one of those things where like the ref, you can't like stop it in Hell in a Cell because it's right. Hell in a Cell exactly. But he's it's really bad, yes. so they had to like staple and glue. Let me, shut yeah, let's be clear. They the made the right call, but if you're not if you're just watching, if you just watch that match in a silo and you go, what, what the hell was that? Right? You're like, that was terrible. Yeah. Right. So. Like I said, it just felt like we weren't going to deliver no matter what we did. Yes. Right? And so it was like... Unless yikes. Finn worked through, like, basic concussion yeah, type they, they tried. I was, I'm was. i glad they didn't call the match. I thought there was a good chance they were just going to call it all together. I know. Like, when he was staying there, yeah. the ref was, like, talking to him, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he's just going to throw the X's up. Yeah. I'm like, that's going to be awful because it's gonna the cage is going to get raised up. Yeah. It's going to be like... Okay, well, that yep. was awkward. Yeah, like, this takes the whole thing out of it. Oh, Edge really hates this guy, but he's going to let him get healed first before he beats him up again. Yeah, right? exactly. It was like one, yeah, all around it just wasn't great, so yeah. they had to really call it audible. They had to pivot. It was just not, like I said, nothing against the performers. I thought they did what the match, considering what they had to kind of overcome, I thought was good. Yes. Let me put it that way. Yes. Um, they, they tried but some it, stuff. Yeah, in, a, in a silo, like you said, of yep. like comparatively to other Hell in a Cells or just a regular Or other viewing. matches they've even had. I thought it's their I Quit match was even better just yes. because they, they had the time and they didn't have all these other obstacles to kind of overcome. Yes, so. it was not great. I'm hoping that's just the feud's done now so we can we can move on. Edge can go do something else. Finn can, Finn can get healthy, right? Yes. And, and then do something else. Yeah, exactly. For sure. <laughs> thousand percent. All right, main event time. Yeah, let's let's jump into what this. Oh was. boy, this was fun. Forty-seven who, minutes of entrances. Yeah, who had fun watching this one? Scott I mean, Buster. I did up until the last three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> thought this uh, anyway, honestly. Yeah, I thought this match was fantastic. Yeah. So so we'll, yeah. So that's what I'm going to get to though yeah. is so they start off Cody's entrance forever. Unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. Comes out. Roman's entrance, even though it's the, now the longest entrance in WrestleMania history. Taker's also. like, you know what? I think I can come back for one more. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it got clocked to like eight twenty or something. Yeah, it was long. And it was ungodly long, but it was like really. 
it was like a good long. Yeah, like because you felt it, right? Yeah. You, you build that anticipation, right? Like, I would say this is this is the first time in a really long time that WWE really gave me a big fight feel. Yeah, this was great. Like it yeah. really, they were when they were standing in the ring mm-hmm. and the um, toe to toe with that shot of them going yeah. eye to eye like that, and you're like. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, whoever, was it Samantha Irvin's the announcer? Yeah, she does a great Dude, job. Oh, my God. When she's announcing, yeah. I was like, this feels like Yeah, she does, she does a really good job. It feels Bruce Buffer-esque, yes. right? Like, where you're like, man, it's funny that I make that comparison now that we know where WWE's going. But, <laughs> um, yeah. but it did feel like that, right? Where she's like, she's even given it everything yeah, she she's gives got. she gives everything. And you're like, okay, and sweet. And, like, it yeah. really just feels... Yep. It really feels like when like Bruce Buffer does like yep. UFC and mm-hmm. like it like oh my god this is I, yeah it's like that that just the announcement you're like okay yep I'm yeah, in I was, let's go I was I was I haven't been this locked into a wrestling match yep. for WWE you mean to tell me you weren't in locked in for the biggest match ever between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Heavyweight Undisputed Championship of the World. When the match was eight minutes, I can't be in, I can't be in <laughs> And you were thankful that it went eight minutes. Let's be very <laughs> I, I, listen, I was thankful yeah. it went eight minutes. Uh, anyway. Yes, so this match goes 34 minutes and 29 seconds. Yep. Just throw this out there. Which I thought was proper. Yeah. Also, I've not been giving up the, the star ranking. This match got four and a half stars. I don't total. agree with that. I think it should have gotten five. I, I think it should have gotten five. I think it should have gotten five. I was, I, so the, the big thing I wanted to say. I thought there was match, four matches that were five stars on this show, on WrestleMania. I, I, and I wouldn't like disagree. Yeah. Even yeah. though some of them were like 4.75. Nope, sorry. Whatever. I definitely think they're, they could mm-hmm. all be considered as five stars. Yeah. 100%. Um, the big like point I kind of wanted yeah. to make here that I thought would be like, Mike, what are you saying? I think this was on the course of being my favorite patch I've ever seen. Really? Like top notch? Like top notch. Really? Like I was, I've never been this enthralled in a match in a, I, in a long time. Let me, yeah. like, I throw like, like Kenny and, and like Osprey is like kind of a different feel because mm-hmm. it's like a dream match. Mm-hmm. So I'm already just like, oh, it's like yeah. a six star match. Like yeah. I'm already excited. Yeah. But in terms of like where the story was going, he's 900 whatever days mm-hmm. in. Cody wins the Rumble going mm-hmm. in. The first, I kid you not, 31 minutes of this match, yeah. I was like glued, like nothing else yeah. was happening. Yep. And I was having a great time. Every, yep. you know, close, they're close calls. Dude, jeez. Every single I know. one. But from yeah. the twenty minute point on, yeah. it was like one two. They they don't look at the ref. I know, insane. Yeah. Can't, can't believe it. The ref doesn't hold up on any of them. Nope. So it was just like one two. It was like you I don't see know. Paul Turner, I hope you're taking notes, you piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like literally, every time he was counting three yeah. after a crossroads or a spear or whatever, I was like, I don't know if he's kicking out of this one. I legitimately, yeah. did, was yeah. not sure if they were going to yep. kick out of it or not. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't even, you know what? I didn't even mind the interference from like the Usos and them yeah. because it happened like early on enough, twenty five yep. minutes in. Yep. So yep. the Usos did their interference. Mm-hmm. Kevin and Sami Zayn did their interference, mm-hmm. and then they left. Yep. So then it was like, all right, now oh, we're yeah. even. Exactly. We're restarted we're, almost. We are. Yep. We are reset. The yep. referee's kind of there. Act two is now in effect. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, I am even okay with this interference. Yep. Being in there because mm-hmm. I think it added. To the some whole, drama, yep. The the whole you know like Sammy and yeah, because it Kevin is Owens. intersecting, right? Yeah, yeah. Like storylines are yep. intersecting. Yep. If you've been paying attention for the last year, everything's working. Mm-hmm. And then Solo comes back. Yep. Yep. Two crossroads back to back. Two hits crossroads back to back. Hits him again, and, and then he's gonna Paul, go for a third Paul one. Heyman jumps up on the on the apron. Yep. Starts getting to the ref, and I was like, even at this point, if Cody throws him down yep. and like pushes Heyman off or something cool with that mm-hmm. if Roman would have went off that I would have been kind of upset 
but at least it wasn't interf- like mm-hmm. yep. physical interference yep. that would have lost. When he's walking to the corner, yeah, I'm like, oh god, something's gonna happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Soul hits the dorkiest looking Samoan spike I've ever seen. Yeah, they really need to stop with that. It was Umaga's thing, and it was cool. Now it's not cool. Yeah, it it's just it's just not cool. And like he had to hit it from a weird angle because yeah. he wasn't in front of him, yep. so he had to like go like around his neck like a chokehold and mm-hmm. kind of like push his finger into yeah. him. It didn't look like it actually hurt that bad if no. it, if you took it in real life. Yeah, but he takes it, dies, and the Roman hit him with the spear, and he lost. Yeah. This match went from like my favorite match of all time and just dropped like forty pegs, <laughs> and and literally in like a twenty seconds span. Yeah, the first like thirty three minutes of this match is some of the best match I've ever seen, I've, and then the yeah. last minute twenty seconds, I just I just hate every second of it. I don't think they could have done any better, like the actual match. No, they, I don't think I, so either. I thought this was, and I and we want we went into this with pretty high hopes, and we kind of we both kind of reverberated this, and I hope people pay attention to this when we say that, where Cody does such a great job of getting you to buy in, mm-hmm. right? Like even if you're like, okay, were you really all that excited to watch Cody versus Dustin Rhodes at 56 years old? No, but by the end of it, you are invested, yes. right? Now this you already come in with a heavy relatively interest. Yeah. invested. And now you're coming in and you're like, man, they just every move felt important. Yes. Every single thing. Every you're like, counter, yeah, you're like, oh my yeah, god. It's here, it's here, it's here. Everything just felt like, okay, yep, step one. Step, it very much felt like they went through and they go, Okay, move one, lock up. And it, move here's the thing two. is it, it felt like that, yeah. but then it also didn't feel like that yeah. because of how well everything. No, that's what I'm saying. Down, like you know it felt I mean? like, like it. It didn't feel like stage. What I'm saying is it felt like they were such in in they're in rhythm together. Yes, they were yes. so in sync where they're like, "Yep, I'm here." Then you're here, and yeah. then I'm here. There were no mess ups on the moves. No. Everything was hit pinpoint yeah. perfectly. Yep. It was just there was nothing about this match where I went and I said, "Wow, that was a really shitty fucking main event." Right, no, like where Roman just dominated all. the whole fucking match and then beat him. There wasn't a well, Cody just kept out smart like there was enough give and take where you felt like okay roman gets the upper hand early right then cody comes back and now okay now roman's back and then we've got the interference and then they're both down you're like okay here we go here's the home stretch here we come you know i i really this was such a great main event Mm -hmm. like it's it's one of the best i've ever seen it really is. It really is. I, even with the finish, and we're going to get to the finish in a second because I think it deserves its own kind of like yes. siloed moment yes, here. Yes, it does. This match was true artistry on both ends. Yeah. I thought Roman had his working boots on. You know, I thought Cody got the best. This was the best match Roman has had in three years. Absolutely. And we talked about Drew, and that was a fantastic match. Yeah, I would say. I would say his... Like three best, or honestly, his three best in the last three big shows he's had. Yeah, like even and the Sami Zayn yeah. one. Sami Zayn was really one. good. I think those yep. three. Like I think yep. Roman's picked up his work rate in yep. the last like six months yes. or so. Yes. Like I think every big match. I would now, say. He's really I would it say on. it's him versus Cody, him versus Drew, and him versus Sammy. Yes, in that yep. order yep. is one, two, three yep. for me. Yeah. Also. Yes. Um, and I think the reason why it has done that and why you continue to feel like that is because the longer this goes, you're almost now at a powder keg situation where everyone is ready to blow mm-hmm. when he, that three actually happens. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's get now to the result. Okay. Yes. Cody takes the fall. I'm devastated. 
I cr- I cry. I'm yelling. I text Mike. Mike is clearly upset. He's sending me just shortened versions of words. Yeah. And I'm trying to make sense of it. And Mike's like, I don't even have time to talk about this right now. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I have to go to bed now and then yeah. go to work the next day and be pissed. I was very upset at work the next day. Oh, God. Um, okay. I don't even know <laughs> yeah. what to do. And, and this, I think, kind of starts our conversation about the night after, too. Mm-hmm. Because... And I don't know if this is all that shocking to say. We need to stop considering the night after Mania, the Raw after, mm-hmm. as anything more than just another Raw. Oh, it sucks. Because it sucks now. Yeah. The last, at least since we've been doing this show, has been all awful. Yeah. I don't think there's been a good Raw after Mania since we have started this show. So blame it on us, apparently. Yeah. But the days of Dolph Ziggler coming in and cashing in his money in the bank and giving me one of the best moments ever mm-hmm. to now, where the biggest news of the whole damn thing is Brock Lesnar turns heel. Mm-hmm kick me in the dick and be done with it because yeah. it's it it was awful. I wasted 3 hours of my life that I'll never get back because I was waiting for something to happen. They had so many opportunities on that raw after. Oh my god. They were like Kevin and Sammy walk out they're like anyone in the back. Yeah. Anyone and they had a great shows? match with the Street Profits that no one's going to talk about because this show was garbage. But I was like that was your moment for like the Creed brothers to just walk in. Yes. Like, Here we go. Agreed. Cool. Yeah. Yep. And the Street Profits they go, "Oh, the team you're looking to break up in the next 6 months." Yeah. Cool. Oh, and the Street Profits, okay, they win the match at Mania. So we're not going to set up a title match for that. No, you're at just Backlash. No, they're just going to take the clean L yeah, on Raw. I'm like, "Okay. Um going back to it though." Yeah, that's good. I have to believe, and the news coming out of this, right, was twofold, all right? And I think that it's one of those things, A, I've never seen the illicit response on Twitter that I saw. This was crazy. Mm-hmm. The amount of people were like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, no, not a lot of people. Oh, my God. You, people were either like, I had Roman, so I told you so. Yeah. Or, or it was, I can't I believe, so the angry. sky is falling. Yeah, the sky right. is falling. It was one of the two. And there was no in between. Now, let me, now, let me ask you this, because I think this is important. Does it make you feel better... In the long run, because we still have to see how this plays out, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes out a couple days later that he was never going to win. It doesn't make me feel any it better. It doesn't make you feel any better? No. Because the thinking being, right, okay, if the plan was never, and they didn't get cold feet, this wasn't a Vince McMahon call, right? And I, I think that's but important. That was my initial thought. Yes, right. Was this it whole show was Triple H until yeah. the main event. Yeah. They're like, can we get Roman to a thousand days? Let's just switch, switch it to Roman. Yeah, that was Vince my, had no input that here. That was my initial thought. This was Triple H is doing. Yeah, who we've been very complimentary of in his booking so far. Mm-hmm. He's clear. There's, there's a clear and concise plan. Yes, and you know this is a plan because of what you saw not only on Raw right with mm-hmm. Brock turning. Yeah, which shocker. I know. Cool. And then you see the the interaction with Jay and Solo, right? Mm-hmm. It's clearly not over. And Cody now going to talk on Monday when by the time you guys hear this, right, that same night, you'll hear Cody's going to come out and do his whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think, and I'm really trying hard here to not be, because here's what I don't want to do. I don't want to come on here and do what every other show has done and just come out here and say this is the worst thing that's ever happened and everything is terrible and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Because... This is the first time I can remember in such a long time that they have invested this much time into one storyline for this long mm-hmm. where we're fine where we're gonna where we get minor payoffs, yeah. right? I think I think my biggest worry, and I yeah. really hope it's yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. hope to God it's not true. Yeah. When 
I forgot it was either Triple H or Roman. Yeah, yeah. Came out on their press conference mm-hmm. like, yeah, this story, we're only in the third inning. Yeah, that was that was Roman. That was Roman, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, you better not be well, in the third inning. Well, in fairness to him, he's in character, right? Yes, he's I not, agree. You know, like, he's like, we're, he's like, we've got a lot of left. Of course, you know, because if like, he holds like, it to SummerSlam, that's another four months or whatever. That yeah, we have. I, was like, I was like, you don't have that much story. No, left. no, you have no. like maybe another year. At now listen, left. and here and here is the thing that's that's hanging over our heads. I think there's two worst case scenarios here. Okay, the worst worst, in my opinion, is he lo- he holds the title till Mania and loses to The Rock. That, in my mind, kills everything you've done. Yeah. Because while I get the match is huge, a it doesn't need the title, and b giving your over four year long champion to have him put over a part time guy who's just going to come in and drop the title the next chance he has mm-hmm. worst decision ever. The second thing is, I don't think Jey Uso needs to be the guy to beat him either. I I am in firm of the camp that if you're going to tell me there's more story here mm-hmm. and we're just starting, and if you're telling me that, it has to be Cody to take the title. Yeah. I think another point that yeah. kind of sours this a little bit mm-hmm. is the idea that, like, if if at the yeah. end of the day you tell me, like, you're you're from the future, right, you're right. like, Cody's going to be the one to take the title. Yeah. Cool. But I'm like, I feel like this was the time where you can at least say it was kind of unpredictable who was going to win. Yeah. Like, because yeah. now you have yeah. more story to tell. Yeah. If he yeah. challenges at SummerSlam again right. Right. or Mania next year, right. I'm be like, there's no way. Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, it's yeah. like the Cena yeah. rock thing yes. all over again. Yes. Where yes. the first time, non-title, right. just two guys going at yeah. it. Who's going over? You legitimately yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. this one, I thought Cody was going to win. I thought yeah. it made sense and everything. Yeah. But a lot of people are on the Roman side. Like, yeah. there's a... Yeah. Two-way street, you yeah. could have went on it. Yep. I was just hard on one side. I think we both were. Yeah, absolutely. But if you go into WrestleMania 40 and you do night two rematch back-to-back years, mm-hmm. it's going to feel just like 29 was where it goes, so Cena's going to so win. So Cena's going to win back. There's no way on God's green earth that Cena doesn't beat The Rock for the WWE title as a part-timer. Right. Right. The second time. Like, right. Rock's not going to beat him twice yeah. and then hold the title even longer. Like, there's <laughs> no way any of that's happening. So, yeah. Cena's obviously going to win. Right. I just feel like when you hit 40 and and Cody's been through all these, like, Lesnar and Gunther yeah. and right. all this adversity, wins the Rumble from one or whatever he's going right. to do or right, what right, have right. you. Yeah. And he challenges him a second time. I go, so there's no way Cody loses this one. Yeah. And if Roman wins that one, then I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> then that man's never losing the title, but but we'll get to forty. I'll go. There's no way he loses, and it kind of just loses that. Well, and it's the same thing with the Bianca Belair thing, right? Where if you're going to tell me I'm going to have both women's champions and your world champion not lose until Mania next year, we just got done. We got a year of this. Yeah, and that's a, oh and my so god. We, we always talk about the problem with AEW on their four pay per view system. Yeah. But with a 12 pay-per-view system, yeah. and you know three or four of your champions are not going to lose in yeah. the next year, yeah. there's going to be a lot of, right. when we do these predictions, okay, so Bianca's going to win, okay, so uh, yeah. Rhea's going to win, right, or right. Roman's going to win. Right. It's going to be a very quick re- uh, prediction yeah. show yeah. because we know no one's going to lose because they're waiting for Mania next year. Yeah. I am I am trying to take solace in the fact that there was never, and I know it's, it's weird to say this, right? Like, how can you be happy that they never even thought about giving him the title here? And I go, it's because I know that that means to me that there's a plan you know, already in place. I would agree. It gives you know me, like, 
a little bit of hope where I go. that I go, this could be cool. Yeah, like that's my thought, right? And and we talked about this off air, and I kind of want to frame this here, right? WWE doesn't think in the context of, well, yeah, you've been watching Cody since he was Stardust. He went and started AEW, blah, 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 and he came back. I don't think they think in those terms. What I think they're thinking of is if you're a WWE fan for the last six years and you've now joined and you don't know who the hell Cody is, you don't know why it's such a big deal, you don't understand what this, or maybe you understand who he is, but you don't really Mm-hmm. think okay great whatever if you're if you are a true diehard only watching wwe fan which i guess you have to be seven and under to do that because everybody else has got to be watching something else i feel mm-hmm. like all you know about cody rhodes is he used to work here he had three great matches against seth rollins he tore his arm off he came back at 30 so biggest advantage possible wins the rumble last eliminates the guy who started at one and then had an awesome match against Roman Reigns. Uh If that's all you have on Cody Rhodes, I do think it is a hard thing to do where you go, oh, so he's going to be the guy to beat this other guy that I've been watching for three years decimate everybody, Uh right? The problem is, is that I don't feel like even a small minority of your audience is in that camp. I think everybody was ready. Mm-hmm. for this right um but once again i'm gonna go back to this there's clearly a plan there's a plan you're sensing the tension with the usos and solo and roman right you're sensing the tension now where it clearly looks like okay cody's now ha- gonna have to climb the mountain and he's gonna have to go through and go through this gauntlet to get back there mm-hmm. right Kind of holding out hope it happens at SummerSlam because we're that, going. That would be kind of that cool. would be pretty freaking nice. I'm not going to lie to you, but that's selfish reasons. That is selfish. It's 100 percent selfish reasons. Yes. I really don't hope it's Jey Uso who does it there because that'd make me very sad walking out of SummerSlam. Yeah. No. Um. And 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 the other thing too, I think is is that now I understand Cody said I didn't get any promises coming back. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, all you've done is beat a top three guy in the company with one arm, and then come back at thirty, win the Rumble and main event WrestleMania, and you've been you've wrestled twelve matches. But okay, um, there has to be more to this, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that here's what I will say in defense of the decision. Okay, it's not a strong one, but it's something I will say about it. Okay, I do think Cody now has now has his stock up to level because him winning the title, Mm -hmm. right? Awesome moment. He's got it. Even if you want to spin it off into Brock, whatever, right? Cool. Mm -hmm. He's, his journey's kind of done at that moment, right? Okay. Now, he loses and now you're coming in and if you're like us who watches everything, you know, from every corner of the earth and you go, son of a bitch, what has to happen for this to happen, right? What what needs to go down? What thing needs to occur for Roman to lose this damn thing, right? Now, you're going to tell me that every time Cody has a has a has a match that you are not going to be like, "Okay, we're we're starting the journey," right? Mm-hmm. To get to how does he finally achieve redemption to now go, "Okay, I didn't get it done here." where I had all the momentum in the world. Mm-hmm. Now everything's taken away. I got to start over. And now the first thing I have to do, right, is I got to go through the beast incarnate mm-hmm. 
and Brock Lesnar. Now, we know Brock's not what he is. Yes. But if that's the story they're trying to tell, Mm -hmm. I do think in the long haul he does become a bigger star. Because right now all all, all we've done right now with Cody... And, and this this is because of the injury too, mind you, right? Yeah, he hasn't lost until Roman. He's had a pretty easy road. All thing. And now again, yeah, he had the injury, right? But like that's that's real life, right? Mm-hmm. From a storyline perspective, it's been pretty smooth sailing yeah. for him. You know, it it, it almost feels like it, it's. I feel like in their mind they went like, well, if he just comes back and beats him, then it's like, well, then that's. That's his yeah. arc, and we're done. Yeah, you know. Okay. I have I have two points to yeah. make. Yeah. One, do you think this changes anything if Cody didn't tear his pec? Like, if he's been wrestling for the that middle seven yeah. months, do you think that's enough to give it, or do you think he was? No, never I going think to- that would have helped immensely, and I think that their argument that I'm trying to make for them right yeah. now, being devil's advocate, mm-hmm. goes out the window because if he beats if he beats Seth at Hell in a Cell. And we're still rolling, mm-hmm. okay? Then it's we get him, yeah. Then... We get him versus name a guy, and then he comes in at the Rumble and wins it. It's a totally different story because you had you had eight months or whatever the hell yeah, he yeah. was gone for. Where that's the story, right? Mm-hmm. Where he is earning his way slowly, but okay. So he beats Seth. Now I'm gonna beat Gunther, or I'm gonna beat Sheamus, or I'm gonna beat oh whoever the hell, right? Omas. I'm gonna beat Bobby Lashley. I'm gonna have to go through everybody. And then I'm going to go in the Rumble, and I'm going to beat him there, too, because then I'm going to punch my ticket. And, Roman, you're the last guy, right? You're the final boss that I have to beat. But instead what happened was I got hurt, not due to his own fault, clearly. I come in at 30. also didn't help him at 30. I think if he would have started at 1, the story would have been just a little bit better. But I digress. I, I got in at 30, so I only had the last 12 minutes to win the Rumble. And I just get basically, okay, I'm the main event. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's my time, right? Blah, 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 blah. And then when it gets taken away from him, I think it now causes the character for Cody to reevaluate and go, okay, I really wrote it. But now everything's taken away. I don't have that golden ticket. Now I have to go through and go, now I have to go through everybody. Mm-hmm. And now I have to start and I go, this is not the end. This is just the beginning. And Roman, you want to say it's the third inning. It is the third inning because by the end of this whole thing, I'm going to be the champion. I'm going to be the one to beat you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's, it's a tough pill to swallow, mm-hmm. but there is a good chance that I think we could get to that point where you go, I've been on the journey. Mm-hmm. I went with him. I, he took us on his back yeah. and took the company with me to get to that son of a bitch, yeah. and finally we achieve that. It's almost to the point where you're exhausted and you go, oh, thank God he did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you take that big sigh of relief, right, which I think is almost what they're going for. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's right. I'm yeah. just saying maybe that's what the thought is. Yeah. So my second point, and then yep. we can, we can yeah, get yeah. to whatever else we're yeah, talking yeah. about, is would you – I guess I'll give you a would you rather, and this is going to be specifically for Cody and how his character is. Yeah. Because I kind of, another reason, and it was because of the Mm -hmm. Raw after Mania why I think this was also bad. But I I think him winning the title would have been better Mm -hmm. because, so point situation A is he wins the title at Mania, and then his first, like, I feel like Cody's a better, like, baby face 
but like he's not a super strong baby mm-hmm. face. In the oh sense. yeah, no, I like so, I like, like the fact that you feel like your champion's always kind of vulnerable. Yeah. So yes. like so like if he won yep. the title at Mania, yeah, yeah, and then his first challenger was Lesnar, yeah, yeah. and then after that was Gunther, right, right. and after that was right, like, holy Mas- crap, and yeah. like he's just all mm-hmm. these giant guys who mm-hmm. it's like him against the world basically because mm-hmm. no one thinks he has any chance of beating him. Right. I find that more compelling. I think my worry is that when they hit Mania Forty after him going through everybody, mm-hmm. he's gonna win it. But it's like, okay, now what? Right. And as a baby right. face, right. it kind of gives me the hangman situation yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like he chases so yeah, well. Yeah, you've done it, and now what? Where, like, where do we go? Went, but right. like yeah. hangman went through yeah, you know, yeah. all of the elite and all of this, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. John Moxley, he yep. went through all these people, yep. beat hangman. I was like, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm worried that Cody's going to win the title after beating Lesnar, mm. after beating Gunther, after beating the Bloodline again. Right. Beats Roman, and then it's like... That's why I'm that's why I'm kind of holding out hope that we don't have to wait till Mania to do it. Yes. That's really and what I'm hoping for. And maybe that helps if he yeah. does that at SummerSlam, and then yeah. afterwards you maybe get Gunther the first Because I do think there's more story for Roman to be told long-term with this, right? Mm-hmm. But I think for me... I think you're 100%. Let me be very clear here. I'm not trying to, def- like, I, I am trying to defend it a little bit because I'm just trying to provide both sides of it. I'm not saying necessarily that I am in, like, defense of it. I was very much in the let's have Cody win the damn thing because yes. then I was like, what the shit, right? Like, now what, right? But when it comes out that it was never the plan for him to win, gives me a little bit of solace to go, okay. I have to trust that Triple H has a plan. Mm-hmm. And I have to trust that Triple H is going to remain in power long enough to see this plan executed, which brings me up to my next point. Do you have anything else on this, Cody? No. Oh, okay, all right. No. We, we've kind of, I'm also just like not we, acknowledging Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I've been acknowledging him for months now, so yeah. I've been a pretty big stand about the whole thing. So I, know, I know you have. <laughs> but even me, though, I text you, I go, I'm not thrilled. Like, yes. this is not okay. Yes. And it was hard because it's like, most of the time I'm like, yeah, yeah Roman's going to win and I'll be, you know, picking daisies but here i was like no 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 i'm i'm ready let's go you know um but anyway wwe sold to endeavor for 9.3 billion dollars good for vince mcmahon now ufc and wwe are under the same roof dino white was not a happy camper when he heard about this i heard he was really yeah he's talking crap about the wwe well he was because they were asking questions about the wwe getting sold to endeavor he goes i have nothing to do with it like that's why i think more he was annoyed he's like why are you asking me questions about a company that i have nothing to do with yeah because like you know he's still the president nick Khan's gonna be the president of wwe vince is a chairman of the whole damn company now which is like crazy um but anyway um, and now there's been a ton of stuff include in the raw after did not help because raw was so bad, which apparently was on purpose according to some people where they were like, yeah, we're glad that people are reacting this way. And I go, what? How does that make any sense? But sure. Um, there's been, there's been a large contingent of people that are like, okay, Vince is back in charge, right? Dave Meltzer's like, well, Vince is in charge. He's overseeing stuff again. And then that Monday after you're like, oh, I can see that. But then SmackDown comes out, right? Mm-hmm. And SmackDown is Clearly better. Clearly. I mean... I mean, it couldn't be... I mean, the bar was low. Let's be <laughs> the clear. The bar was like a three. Yeah. yeah. Two or three. So, so. They, 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 you know, they hit their ankle hopping over it. Okay. Um, but it was better. Okay. Right? And we saw a progression of story again. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We're going to get Cody on Monday night. And it seems like it's not really the case that Vince may not really technically... Like, Vince wasn't even at SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a, that was a situation where, okay, Vince kind of started taking over a little bit because he was in the building, but that's not necessarily what's going to happen full time, mm-hmm. right, with him back. Yes. 
how concerned are you that Vince is going to get back? Because we saw on NXT where there was some fire Vince chance, right? And I think WWE has to be self-aware enough to know that he can't be the one leading this ship anymore mm-hmm. in that sense, right? He can't be the one creatively leading this. Now, I do think that Vince could offer some insight on 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 things. It, you don't have this empire. You don't sell a company you built from nothing to an... He bought the company from his dad for a million dollars. He just sold it for $9.3 billion. That's a 900,000% increase, okay? This is a publicly traded company that makes billions of dollars a year, okay? I do think that there is some still some advantages to having Vince McMahon involved on the wholesale. Mm-hmm. However, at the end of it, it needs to be Triple H's vision, mm-hmm. and it needs to be this vision where that's where I'm still holding out hope because if you're a fan of Cody and you're a fan of Gunther, like, let me put it this way. If WrestleMania was booked by Vince, Gunther is not walking out intercontinental champion. No, he's not. Now Roman still may have still won. That, that could be fair. But also in fairness, Vince did talk to Cody. Vince hired Cody. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't triple H saying we need to bring this guy back. Vince is like, okay, that's what we're buying. We're buying the, per- this we're mm-hmm. buying this whole package. Um, so, I have some solace that Triple H is still the man in creative Mm -hmm. and that they're going to maintain that. And I think even though Endeavor has said, and this is a monumental thing. I know we're kind of downplaying this a little bit. This is huge, by the way. Hey, glad they didn't get sold to some Saudi weirdos. But this is a ginormous thing that's never going to happen again in our lifetime. So this is huge. And I really want people to understand the amount of change that is happening corporately with WWE that just happens to be corresponding with the biggest weekend of the year, right? We have the draft coming up, which is clearly going to shake some things up, which is going to help, I'm sure. Um, and I'm just, I'm just feeling like I think people need to breathe a little bit because mm-hmm. when everybody heard that Vince was running Gorilla on Monday, everyone was freaking out, right? Like, oh my god, he's back. We're screwed. Blah 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 blah. Right? And I and I fully agree with those sentiments. Mm-hmm. But then SmackDown comes in. He's not even at SmackDown. Yeah, he looked over it, right? Like, he didn't book WrestleMania. So if anybody's mad that Roman won at Mania, mm-hmm. you can't be mad at Vince because he didn't book it. Yeah. You know, that's a Triple H call. Mm-hmm. So if that's what's happening, um, I, I do think that it's important um, uh, to, to understand that. So it's it's a it's a fine line we're walking here, right? Where you're just like, okay, like... Let's let's have a plan, right? Like it's it's very tentative. I want to ask you this before we shift to the AEW news. Um, thoughts on the draft? Are you excited? Does it make you more nervous? We don't have a date yet. I don't believe. I don't think he yeah, announced a date. It's like a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, are you excited? Are you nervous? Do you care? Uh, I think Judgment Day gets moved to SmackDown because we're play SmackDown Women's Champion. <laughs> yes, that's probably a safe assumption. Um. um do I care? Not really. No. Um, what I hope they don't do is just have random championships just added, just cause. Yeah, let's That's talk. Like, let, yeah, let's talk about that. That's the worst thing. Like, yeah. right now you have separate mid cards and separate women's, yep. but you have combined men's and tag. Yep. 
I don't want them to combine them and just add another set of tag and world yep. title to the other show right. just to even them out. Right. Because it like makes that side look stupid. Yes. If that makes sense. No, I agree with you 100. Like, like if you're like, okay, Roman, here is the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship, whatever you want to right. call it. Yeah. Here's a you, new belt. It's here's a singular your new belt, title. Singular right. title. You get yep. this one. Yeah. And you're now, going to SmackDown. And you're on SmackDown. Sure. So on Raw, we're going to debut the... World Heavyweight World Champion. Heavyweight Champion. We'll just yeah. say World Heavyweight yeah. Champion. Just make it easy. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to have an eight-person tournament to yeah. decide the champion. Right. Who cares? Yeah. Because you have this 950-day reign on this side. Yeah. No one gives a crap yep. about this new champion. That is going to feel more like a mid-card championship than the world title. Yeah, because he's because, never main eventing a big show Because he's never main eventing anything <laughs> until... I mean, even the day that Roman loses, it's going to be to Cody. Cody's going to main event all yeah. of them. So yep. he's never going to main... They're never going to main event anything yep. unless they do specific Raw and SmackDown but shows. But every SummerSlam, every Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, and Mania. and Mania, you're never main eventing. No. And you're really only there so you can set up storylines for Roman or whoever's the SmackDown champion. Yep. So the Rumble winner can challenge someone that's not them <laughs> basically is what it's set up for yeah i'm a little bit nervous about so that. so i hope not the tag isn't as bad as that still but bad. it's still bad but it's not because the oozles aren't holding the titles yeah they just kind of changed hands mm-hmm. so if you want to make another set it's not the worst thing still don't love the idea of making a new set after mm-hmm. you have undisputed yeah honestly it's one of those things like okay if you're if you're then if you're the undisputed tag champs or the world champion you're on both shows yeah, that just needs to be what it be. Yeah, is, right? I'm cool with the mid cards being separate because they're still separate. Yeah. and there's that's know, why there's the draft is there. interesting because it feels like that means they're going to go back to more siloed rosters, which has kind of been a departure of what they've done under the regime really for a while, right? Where yeah. you've kind of seen that overlap on both shows to some extent. And I also think I know they have a lot of people on their roster. Yeah. I don't feel like they have well, enough. Well, maybe people. that's where the call ups come on, right? Yeah, right. and I guess no one watches NXT, so if you just call up a whole bunch of good people from NXT, maybe we'll be fine. But then NXT literally dies because no one's gonna watch. If they lose, like, listen, NXT is gone. Let's it's be clear. it's tough now. If they lose Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes and the Creed Brothers, who's watching NXT? Sorry, right? Unless they bring, unless they move some other people from Raw and SmackDown down there, which would be dumb. But yeah, yeah, no, is NXT sure. gonna be in, included in this draft? I no idea. I would doubt it, but that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, if like. It was like in GM mode for WWE 2K. It's yeah. like, all right, you three brands, you all get to select talent. That'd right. be kind of cool because yeah. you get some big names on all three shows. Yeah. But I just don't think they have the talent pool. Like your tag division dies really quickly when you split them into two. Yeah. No, nope, for sure. Because we've seen it like, mm-hmm. what, two, three years ago yeah, when they yeah. did the brand split. It's like, all right, you got the Street Profits yep. and Viking Raiders on one side. And you have the Usos and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens on the other side. Name me some other tag. Name me other tag teams. <laughs> right. Cool. Like I think the women's division should be one. I think I, I really think outside of the mid cards, yeah, it should all just be one roster. And at that yeah. point, just make like Intercontinental primarily a SmackDown thing, yeah. US primarily a Raw. And everyone else just goes back and forth. Yeah, no complaints for me here. Um, so I so yeah, yeah. Long story short, I don't like the draft idea because <laughs> it just doesn't feel like it works anymore. Yeah, I'm because very interested to they see. do the draft and three weeks later they're like, oh yeah, so we're gonna make this wild card rule and yeah. have this guy come <laughs> over here and it's all gonna be fine. Yeah, it's fun times. All right, let's shift focus a little bit here. Um, AEW big show this past week, right? Had a yes. whole bunch of title shots or title matches happening, right? Good Had overall show. Absolute worst battle of the belts. Imagine. Oh, I didn't watch it because it looked terrible. Well, I didn't watch it, but yeah. just, like, the card yeah, was literally unbearable. I don't know why they didn't put FTR and the Guns on that show, by the way. Like, you couldn't have waited four days to do I don't show. know how FTR and the Guns got four stars. 
It wasn't very good. I didn't agree with that at all. No. I thought the finish was lame. I know it got four stars. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't agree with it's that. It's like, well, Meltzer's really lowering the bar here. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, yeah, but that's the big news. So two, three big notes coming out of AEW, right? Yes. First one, FTR, new tag champs. They're re-signed with AEW, right? I don't think that's just a huge surprise for most people. Um, happy to see them. Hope they get the run. This very much feels like they missed the boat and we're trying to re-catch it again now, though, because mm-hmm. they were so hot. And now they just come back. It's like you got some work to do now to kind of recapture mm-hmm. some of that magic. Um, Jay White is officially all elite now. He mm-hmm. signs a new. He signs a contract with them. Um, Probably the most shocking news was that one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it, you know, I didn't love the debut. I'm interested to kind of see where they go with him. I thought you, you know, I think you made a great point where you know if it's him and Ricky Starks, that'll be fun, right? Mm-hmm. I also think him and, and Juice Robinson as a tag team. I'm kind of confused on the whole Bullet Club thing. Mm-hmm. Like, is he still a part of the Bullet Club? Is he not? I think he needs to get out of it, quite frankly. Yeah, I think he should start his own thing. Yeah, uh, I, I don't. Well, here's the thing: it's thing. it's you're. I think he just needs to come in and be like, yeah, this is still. He can still do the whole Switchblade era and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be part of the Bullet Club because the Bullet Club doesn't exist in AEW like that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I think it's one of those things where. Back in like 2018, 19, they had like the the American Bullet Club, right? And then they had like the Japanese yeah, but it, one, but he got they kicked kinda, out. Well, I know, but I'm just yeah. saying like how they had like different leaders. Like David yeah, yeah. Finley right now is kind of right. doing his thing with the Bullet Club, yeah. on the Japan side. Yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked if like Jay White does his thing on the U.S. side. Kind of Club. It kind of just needs to be done, but that's fine. Um, and then the I think the, I think a huge news is that All In is coming back, mm-hmm. and they're doing it at Wembley. Stadium, which is going to be electric. I think this is going to establish a new trend for them where every time we do an all-in, it's a huge show. Like, this is, should be their mania. Uh-huh. And I think they're going to go balls to the wall for it, right? And we're going to see, like, okay, this is, okay, here we go. Yeah, This is it, right? Thoughts on Wembley? I think it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm I mean, super excited. I mean, right now they have, I think it was like thirty or forty thousand people that yeah. like did pre-sign. Oh, I'm sure. Tickets, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, I think they can easily get forty to fifty. They're 000, gonna probably. fill that place. It's gonna yeah. be. It's gonna be awesome. It's in the UK. They haven't done a ton of stuff over there, right? Um, you're going to make like They're, right now. If I'm if I'm Tony, I am doing everything I can. I am building to that show. Yeah. That needs to be my like coup de gras, like. Sign my name on the bottom. And that like, show, that's what I just produced. That show is going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm very excited. There's a lot of stuff. I don't even want to get into, like, what the possibility is because there's so much, because they have so much talent right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it really could be their best show ever. It really could yeah, be. Yeah, like, I really think they have that kind of yeah. potential. Like, I was like, Forbidden Door 2, I think, has potential to be really, really good because yeah. I think New Japan's getting their feet back under them kind of, mm-hmm. and they're starting yeah, to really get sure. some guys up there. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those things though, where I would, you know, people have been yeah. pitching the Osprey Kenny rematch to be at forbidden door. Yeah. Now it's like, well, maybe that's the first, that's the second one. And the third one the third is, the, is the, like the, the final yeah, one. The final one. Let's just, let's put it this way. Is it on a Saturday? Or is it on a Sunday? Can I just, I, can, can I, it be on a Saturday, please? Because I want this show to go six hours. Whoa! I know. Whoa. I'm coming out here now and saying, Rob, it. saying if you're gonna if you're hours? gonna build it, and this is where we're doing, and this is gonna be your show, let's do it all the way and do it right. Okay. I don't want big show on my on my damn television screen though. I want <laughs> 15 matches of bangers. Uh huh. Where I want good, clean, wholesome okay. fun. Okay. But if you're only if it's on a Saturday, if it's on a Sunday, I'm gonna be really pissed if I'm up till 2 a.m. watching this shit. Okay. Well, so yeah. 
technically, <laughs> let's throw the technicality <laughs> yeah. in there. It's going to be in London. Yeah. So, so it actually, will, it'll probably start at like four o'clock here. Yeah, maybe that's true. Okay, well we can go to eleven then. It yeah, works. Six, ten, or eleven. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're going to do it, and this is going to be, if if this is what I'm speculating, if it's going to be your mania, it has to be your absolute best of the best of the best of the best. Mm-hmm. I can't. I I don't want to see. Uh, a casino ladder match mm-hmm. on this fucking card. I don't. I don't want to see a stupid battle royal. I don't want to see any of that shit. I want 12 to 15 matches that I care about or are going to be things where you go, oh, this is a dream match of dream matches shit or the final in a show, whatever. Yeah, I need, and you're going to have all yeah. summer to build that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're going to have forbidden doors. I need Adam Cole and MJF walking out in Wembley. That's my main event. I'm calling it now. Because Adam Cole, is, after this Hope It All Access show, is going to be your biggest baby face ever. It needs to start now. MJF's going to have plenty of time at that point. He'll have been champion for a while. He'll have gone through a whole bunch of peeps. That's my main event for All In. Call it now. And if it's not, you're not going to tell me there's anybody who's more ready to go for MJF than Adam Cole. No, so I, I guess my only qualm. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna use the word qualm. Kenny's facing cool. Will at, at this show. No, and that's and that's my point. <laughs> yeah, is but it's not gonna be the main event. It shouldn't be the main event I because it's gonna be for the mid card championship of New Japan. Should not be your main event. Yeah. If it was for the world now, title, no, maybe. So but you you can't have a an IWGP ma- title match main event your AEW show. No, no, I I agree. Yeah. I think the only problem is yeah. you have to then like open the show with it because you're gonna co-main with that match. Yeah, and I think people are gonna be like exhausted out of their mind after watching a Kenny yeah. Osprey match. Yeah, to you walk could, into yeah. MGF and Adam. Well, Ball. you 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 put but. that like third last, and then put your TBS title <laughs> match out there. Well, you're gonna put the TBS title match out there. Well, you're like, gonna have to. I mean, Jade Cargill's gonna be on that card. There's yeah. no way she's not. no. I know, but I'm just yeah. Saying. Um, you can put Jay Cargill versus name a person and have her win the world title, the women's world title that night. Name a person? You mean like Jamie Hayter? Name a person? Sure. Okay. That she's still champion? I don't know. <laughs> Why not? She'll be champion. Why not? She should be champion forever, honestly. Yeah, her or Britt Baker. Just keep trading it back and forth. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, real quick, quick shout out to Sonata becoming the mm. new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. She did win. Not going to spend a ton of time on it, but good for you. Yeah, I think it's kind of overdue. Quite frankly, uh, I've been when, I've been when, waiting for him to win the G one for like the last three years. So yeah, when, when Evil wins it before you know you're <laughs> in a tough spot. So I know I can't imagine. I still love that tag team though. That was a really great tag team. It was Those a great two tag guys team. together yeah. against the Bucks. Yeah, very that, good. That was and then they music. said split you guys up and then Evil, you're gonna be world champion. Sonata, we don't know what to do with you. Yeah, it's like oh okay cool so, what? Yeah, makes sense. That's like when they split. The I still profit. go back to that show though, that one uh, New Japan show. Where Kenny won the title, the Dominion show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was so good. One of my, it's probably a top five, top three card for me. Yeah, like it's, ever. It's it's, awesome. it's really fantastic. Going back to watch that. Okay, we've got a stuff, a ton of stuff to go over, not a ton of time. So let's keep going. Um, the Detroit Tigers, they're playing baseball. Are they? That's all I got. They're, I got nothing. Their cow shit is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure. Okay, it, it, it's 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 just as much fun. I I, I don't say about them. They're not good. They're not going to be good. I don't have any. My expectations are so low because it feels like they're starting the rebuild over again. They are, sir. So it's just kind of like. And they're not even like, this is like year zero of the rebuild. Yeah. It's not even like year one. I know. I don't understand. Um, so, yeah. So they're playing baseball. Any any thoughts on that at uh, all? <laughs> Uh, they didn't lose all their games yet, so that's good. They've actually won a couple. They won two. Yeah. They won two against the Astros. Yeah, damn right. Coming up hard. And then they just got smoked by Boston. So Yeah, they did. Um, 
Yeah, they are interesting. They are a professional baseball team. I can't. I I don't believe in God's green earth. I said that twice already, but it's it's true. Yeah. That their win total was sixty nine and a half. No way. They hit sixty. I'll be thrilled. I know. Yeah. No, it's not going to be. Can't good. imagine. It's not going to be good. Um. All right. That was fun. Let's talk some NBA playoffs. <laughs> There's just nothing to this, talk this, about. I'm well, sorry. This is as fun either. So yeah. Yeah. Just, exactly. Yeah. NBA playoffs. All right. <laughs> and we, we we don't know seating fully yet, right? We still got some kind of uh, question marks the, on the that. East is pretty set. Okay. Oh, maybe it was the West. Oh yeah, because I was West, saying like the, there's like four teams on either side can be like different stuff, right? Was, yeah, the, the West is all like five jumbled. through nine. Is right, like it's all jumbled, jumbled still, right? The East is pretty locked in. Okay, now. let me ask you this though, right? Because I don't want to get into like matchups and stuff because we don't know them, yeah, right? Yeah, we can do it next week. Yeah, yeah, it. for sure. Um, for for me, right? Looking at this, obviously the Dallas thing blew up in, in, in their face. It was, okay? not, it was not good. But now we're seeing some resurgence, right? Cause, and I always bring them up is because they made a big deal, right? You kind of thought, okay, maybe this is kind of going to push them to the championship, right? Then you look at a team like the Suns. They're right no with KD in the roster right uh-huh. now, right, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. The Lakers are making a clear run despite LeBron missing a toe. And you're looking at this, and then you still have these teams up on the tippy-tippy top, right? You know, you've got your Bostons and your Milwaukees and mm-hmm. your – um you know, your Denver Nuggets, who's your favorite players on that team, right? Mm-hmm. Is this a year where – or the Suns right now? Are they like a four? Four, four yeah. right? So is this a year, though, where you're kind of like, I don't necessarily have a supreme confidence in the top seeds and more of like, okay, I think it's going to kind of come – my finals matchup is going to kind of come from three down almost. Like where – because I feel like even like even in the East, right, where there's a lot of teams where I'm like <sighs> – Sure, right? You know what I mean? So so the East, I think it's going to be a top three team. Okay, you do. Pretty guaranteed. Okay. Like, I don't think there's anyone in the East that beats Milwaukee, Boston, or Philly. Yeah. That's not one of the yeah. three. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Like, I think yeah. those three are, like, clearly above and beyond the other teams. Okay. I think if, like, Cleveland might put up a little fight yeah. against, like, Milwaukee or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, you're looking at teams like... The six-seeded Brooklyn Nets. Right, yeah, no. They, they're just hanging out. Five-seed Knicks. I think yeah. the Knicks-Cleveland matchup will be interesting. Yeah. That might be a seven-game series, but right, right, right. either team can win. I don't think either of them are very great at yeah. the moment. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland has a good future. Right. But right now, I don't think they're kind of there. Right. And then you're looking through your seven through ten. You go, your seven's Miami. Yeah. They could be a fun, like, two-seven, yeah. but mm-hmm. I don't think they're doing much. The eight-seed uh, Atlanta Hawks. No. Don't do it. I don't have a Raptors, ton of, yeah. Bulls. I'm like, none of these teams really show yeah. anything for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of looking like, all right, it's Milwaukee, Boston, Philly. Yeah, yeah. Pretty big drop off Cleveland is. Okay. The, that, now the, the the Western side. Yeah. Yeah, who the hell comes out of there? You're yeah. throwing a coin. Like your top four seeds on that side are Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, and right. Phoenix. I don't really trust any of those teams. Right, right, anything. yeah, right. Like, if, if you – here's here's what I would say. If you gave me a Clippers-Phoenix first-round matchup and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are healthy – Yeah, right. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I, I don't yeah. know who's winning that one. If you give me a Memphis-Warriors matchup in the first round, right. I don't know who's winning that one. If you had to if you had to pick right now who comes out of the West, like, right now, and if you if you say the Lakers, I'm going to kick you. Yeah, well, you're going to hate me. No way. I do think they're going to come out of the West. Come on, really? You mm-hmm. think that they're going to beat all these – you think they're going to manage to escape? So, so here's here, so here's the, the, the lineup that they right. would have to go through. Right. Well, you're just, yeah, right. yeah. So they're, they're probably going to end as the sixth seed. Okay. So their first round matchup is Sacramento. Okay. Can they beat Sacramento? Well, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 
So then your second round matchup is the two seven. Okay. You're either playing Memphis or Golden State. Yeah. Can they beat Memphis and Golden State? Yeah. Okay. So then your finals matchup is probably either Denver, Phoenix, or the Clippers. Yeah. Like, like it's not yeah. an astronomically tough road I to guess. go through. I just think they get obliterated by Milwaukee. Okay, and sure, yeah. I think Milwaukee... <laughs> I didn't say the Lakers were going to win the no, championship. No, I know. I just... God, that just sounds like they just don't like... I don't know. I just don't have that supreme confidence that LeBron's going to be able to will them in seven games. And here's the thing. It's like, I would also agree yeah. with you, and yeah. I'm not necessarily going to pick them against Milwaukee. Yeah. I, actually, I think Milwaukee's going to win the whole thing, yeah. necessarily. Right. But I'm like, when you look at the Lakers' road, it's yeah. like... Them coming on late in the year like that, not having to go through this play-in bull crap and yeah. all that stuff, I think is really well, so, helping. Them. And there's a ch- so there's still they, a chance they could. And right. So yeah, if yeah. they are in the play-in, they're going to be the seventh seed. Yeah, so yeah. their first game would be Tuesday. I think they would play either the Timberwolves or the Pelicans. Pelicans, right? Or the Pelicans right yeah, now. Yeah. So if they beat the Pelicans, then their first round matchup is Memphis instead of Sacramento. Uh, still the, a winner. Are we series. are we underestimating? A Memphis and a Sacramento because I, they haven't been there in this spot before. I think we underestimate Memphis. I don't know if Sacramento's going to Okay. Well, because here's my, the only reason I bring that up is like we've seen Denver win the one seed and completely blow it, right? Yes. We, we have that track record now yeah. where you go, now you're at a point where show me and then I'll believe, right? Yes. Um, but like Memphis, Sacramento, these teams where you're like, uh, they don't really belong at the top, but they are. It, it They feel like Phoenix was a couple years ago mm-hmm. where you go, the Suns are the pretty damn good and they made a run see for me there's there's two versions of top tier teams at question marks there are the phoenix suns who are like they're actually kind of good they're Mm -hmm. just new to the top ranks or there's like the utah jazz where they're tryhards in the regular season super hard and i think i think sacramento is more in the jazz camp where it's like no one plays them super seriously. So they win. So they they're, win they're above average talent. They're, they're really good. Like, they have Darren Fox. They have Sabonis. They yeah. have good players. Mm-hmm. So they play hard and they win games. Yeah. But in a seven-game series against Anthony Davis and LeBron, it's like when you can keen in yeah. on Darren Fox right. and keen in on Sabonis, I think, you know, the Warriors or, Cle- or the Clippers or the right. Lakers will find a way to right. – punch at them mm-hmm. when I think when you look through your schedule if you're like if you're like Milwaukee and you go okay we got 76ers Boston Kings Memphis which one are you taking right. off right probably the Kings right okay you know yeah, what I mean, no, like, I, see what you mean. Yeah, I, I just sure. kind of don't believe yeah. in the Kings just because they haven't been there and I don't think they have the talent pool for it but they could shock me yeah but I um, just the only reason I say Lakers like I said mm-hmm. is I don't think their road is astronomically difficult difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Now I do think they will play Phoenix in the conference championship yeah. and I do think that is tough matchup yeah. for them. Yeah, I'm interested to see Phoenix. Those are those are like my 1A 1B. I mm-hmm. don't know who's going to get there. Yeah. Overall I just think Milwaukee's way better than everyone else. Yeah. That's fun. Listen guys, you want you're waiting for Pistons wait till the draft. Just wait wait a long time. Yeah, wait until the draft and they Draft a guy that can't play. I'll be really excited for it. Maybe we'll draft another big guy so we can just run a, all five. We can, we're going to run a whole a starting five of guys that are six foot eight and above that can't shoot. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, did you see uh, Victor took a three-pointer, missed it, and got his own rebound and put back dunk? I did see that. I did see that. What now, was, that was he playing kids that were blind? Potentially. Potentially. Thought I saw a guy in a wheelchair. Not 100% sure. Pretty sure that was there, though. Yes. Also, the dad was the coach. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I just can't, like... He's playing like in in the ball he's playing. I was like he's playing everyone that's like six six and smaller. I'm like I, I, I don't know. like I can't I can't I accurately describe who's seven four. And listen, he could be awesome, right? We don't know. We really don't, yeah. right? It's I think you know. he's a 
he, Victor Wembanyama is a matchup nightmare. That anybody should, not in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I think for some teams, yeah, it's gonna be I don't know how to stop this guy because we don't have guys. Yeah. Like if the Pistons went up against him, yeah. They would be like, I don't know how to stop you yeah. because you're too athletic for our guards and yeah. like too big, mm-hmm. and our bigs aren't athletic enough to keep up with you. Right. So we just want the guys. But when you're going up against like the Giannis's yeah. and the Embiid's and like even DeAndre Ayton's, I'm like, I don't know if you're like mm-hmm. they can keep up with you. Well, and no, listen, just, they're gonna be able to keep up with Victor anyway because we're gonna run some stupid sets where everyone has to instead of running up and down the court and taking advantage of our youth and get some fast break points, we're gonna slow it down to a snail's pace and then settle for a contested three. And it's not going to go in. So, aha, uh-huh, take that, Mr. Not going to be able to match up athleticism-wise. We play down to all competition, buddy. All of them. Well, maybe doing Casey will be here next year. So. Let's freaking hope so. Can we please? But they're going to put him in the front office. Great. Awesome. Maybe John Beeline's corpse can figure out a way back out there. Maybe Holly Jawan Howard. He, he knows how to run a program into the ground, too. It's great. I'm upset. Okay. They did transfer in that North Carolina kid. I was happy about that, actually, yeah. low-key. I didn't know who he was, but he apparently was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, he's our leading scorer last year for a team that didn't make the tournament. So, you know, making strides. <laughs> First team ever to be number one in the country at one point and then not not make the tournament. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Are you okay? No, I'm not. I, I hate the state of basketball that we're in right now. It's very frustrating because I feel like every draft I get so excited. And then they, Do you say state of basketball is in like... Like Detroit. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, like, okay. yeah, like our teams, right? Okay. Like Michigan's garbage. Michigan State blew a chance at the Final Four. Pistons are so far away from being good. They're just garbage. It's, it's a whole thing. All right, let's shift focus. Let's get to my favorite segment of the day, as always. Yeah, all right. I love that. All right. My favorite segment, you know what time it is, the Merck Zone Mock Draft Corner. Mike, we are three weeks away from the NFL Draft. Couldn't come fast enough. I'm excited. Um, Really can't wait for it. And then next year it's going to even be a slower tail because it's going to be in Detroit, which will, you know, of course, mean time goes by super slow for that one. Um, Really excited for this one, though. Lions got two picks. Um, not a super large amount of glaringly glaring holes. Um, it might get smaller. Yeah. You never know. Right. Yeah. I mean, they've still got spot and and while you're pulling this up too, right. Some lions notes, right. The lions have reportedly made a strong offer to Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy two gloves, um, to be their backup quarterback right now. The fact that they've even made an offer, right. And Teddy's kind of weighing his options. Does that do something for you in terms of, okay, they're clearly probably maybe kind of sort of not taking a quarterback now. Like, does that kind of expel the fears a little bit of an Anthony Richardson or a Will Levis at six or a Hendon Hooker at 18 at that point? If if they're already looking and saying, hey, we're, we're, we're trying to get Teddy Bridgewater here. We're actively trying to recruit him here, and we've made an offer. Does that do anything for you, you know, to like – Kind of say okay, they're they're you know yeah they're probably no, not looking in that camp. I never I never really had them penciled in for no that for sure. In, but in general, but with but... the with the argument of okay, well all they have is Nate Sudfeld mm-hmm. back in golf up now. If you sign Bridgewater, a legit backup right who has shown who can come off the bench and win you a couple games. Now I don't love him as a player, but he's better than Nate Sudfeld. I think it's a I think it's kind of a sign where it's like hey we understand we're trying to get the guy mm-hmm. right. Um, so I'm interested to kind of see what that does for mock drafts going forward now, rather than us trading up to three to take Anthony Richardson. Absolutely. So if you have a mock draft for that, don't use that one. 
<laughs> yeah, I do. I got to change it real quick. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me find a different one. Uh, no. Okay. We're going to use... Uh, I'm also interested to see what a strong offer for Teddy Bridgewater looks like. What does that mean? Five years, 150. Yeah, exactly. Please. Your lifetime backup, please. Thank you. <laughs> I wish they would just sign Carson Wentz to like a one-year, four, four or five million dollar deal and be like, you're just going to be the backup to Jared Goff because you're always finishing up second to him. <laughs> That's tough. You'd have, to, you'd have to do that. Too. Did he really deserve that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. He's been bad for a while. <laughs> he had like eight games. Like, like, if we were looking at Carson Wentz's career, he had about 11 games where like, yeah, it looks like an MVP. And then ever since then, it's been all downhill. I mean, it's not been great. It's not but... been, dude, it hasn't even been good. You lost to the 1 in 15 or 1 in 14 Jacksonville Jaguars to miss the playoffs with a, the best defense in football. You couldn't do it. That was funny. Yeah. I felt a lot of money. I mean, I give too. him credit that he somehow swindled the Washington Commanders to be like, no, 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 he's a starter. <laughs> and then played three games and said, you're not a starter. Yeah, My they bad. went, oh, God, this is terrible. All right, here we go. Okay. All right, this is uh, Tankathon's randomizer. Yeah, all right. So this should be fun. Yeah. Because who knows what they're going to pick. Oh, geez. All right, number one. Yep. Uh, no trades. Okay. Because we, 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 only, we only trades here. What's well, just so hard to project, right? Because you never know. Yeah. Of the Chicago Bears trading up one spot to take a guy that no one else is going to take anyway, and you give up a whole bunch of picks. Who knows? Sure. Um, all number right, CJ Shroud? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think it fits the Frank Reich I do too. image of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Texans. Bryce Young. Absolutely. Do you think they're actually going to take Bryce Young? I do. You do. Like, I, I'm I'm starting to feel like maybe they're like, eh, maybe he's, he's really freaking tiny. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, seriously. He's like, a little tiny. I know. It's just, I don't know. It just seems like one of those things where it's like, maybe Nick Casario shocks everybody and goes, Will Anderson, and everybody goes, uh, we all just pooped a little, and now we don't know what to do. Like, that would. Because then everybody in Arizona, like, okay, anybody that wants quarterback, you know, Arizona's like, I'm taking calls. Like, if if they took Will Anderson, it would be like the draft day movie when they don't take yeah. the fucking quarterback at number one, <laughs> and everyone's like, "What's wrong with him?" Yeah, exactly. He's small. Yeah, yeah. That's what's wrong with it, him. He, his friends didn't go to his birthday party. <laughs> so many problems with that movie still to this day, though. Oh, we're gonna take a running back at seven. Oh, great! That's great value <laughs> by giving away three second rounders. They need to make a sequel. They do, and the, in like, the worst and way. And like, oh, he got fired, and he gets brought back, mm-hmm. but by like Houston. I now. don't, I don't care what the story is. <laughs> I watch draft day every day on draft day. Brian Drew actually didn't work out, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the dude got kicked out for giving the game ball to his mother, oh, who was dying. God. Yeah, exactly. That's his sister. She died. Okay, and <laughs> <laughs> it's still illegal. <laughs> Oh boy! All righty then. Let's keep going. We we should do a watch a thon to that one. We should. That'd be fun. Yeah, be like watch along or yeah. like commentary. Be like, how the hell did he get Jennifer Gardner? How's that work? There's a whole lot of plot <laughs> plot hole central. <laughs> he's, he's like 95 seven, years old. This 70 year old man just got his 20 year. Yeah, I know. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let's keep going. All right, number three, Arizona okay. Cardinals. Uh, I'm assuming if they can't trade out, I do think this is kind of where the draft starts, though. Low key okay. is three. Um, if they don't trade out, I do think they take Will Anderson, and I think they just like, hey, look. Monty Austin for it first draft, kind of a layup pick, right? Just don't mess it up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll understand it. Would be correct. Yeah, can't believe you would mess this up if you're Arizona. But well, if they trade out and they get a bunch of picks next year because you know Kyler's going to be but hurt, yes, yes, then yes. it's like okay, that's a win, right? You can kind of punt on this pick. You're going to be bad next year. You have a lot of artillery. Blah 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 blah. Colts at four. Richardson. 
You were yeah. right. All right. Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Number five, Seattle Seahawks. They're going to pass on Jalen Carter and take Tyree Wilson, defensive end out of Texas Tech. Are you Tech. just reading this off your computer, Rob? No. Am okay. I right? Oh, yeah, you Am right. I really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. Nailed it. I am on fire. Yep. So the line's at six. Turn in their card super fast and take Jalen Carter. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. That's what actually the note that says on here is lines turn in card really quickly and get Jalen Carter. And you see, and then you see the all famous Brad Holmes backflip that you've never seen before. I don't know if he didn't backflip for Panay. I don't think he'd backflip. For I know he almost did, and he almost threw uh, uh, Sheila out the window. I know, like he was like, I love it, Spiker, uh-uh. <laughs> Spiker. Um, yeah, no, listen, I, I think at this point you, you kind of have to be in the camp with the Carter thing. It's either you take him and you know, okay, like we've done our due diligence and he's the guy, or if they pass on him, then I kind of feel like they were like, man, there's just so many things glaringly wrong here with the situation. I, I kind of will be like, I don't know how I'll feel draft night if he's there at six and you're like, okay. But at the same time, if they do, if, if they pass on him, it's like, oh, maybe you there's problems, you know. I, I, you kind of have to lend it to. I got to trust Brad Holmes because he really hasn't let me down so far. That's kind of where I'm at. All right. Now the unfortunate part of having to get to 18 is we got to go through all these teams we don't care about to get to 18. Yeah. So, well, what's like the highlights of the whole thing? What, like, does Oakland or not Oakland, Las Vegas? Do they take Will Levis? Yeah, so Will Levis goes seven yeah. to the Raiders. Gonzalez goes eight to the Falcons. Bears take Paris Johnson Jr. Mm-hmm. Eagles take Weatherspoon. Titans take Skronsky. Texans take Jackson Smith and Jigba. Nice. Uh, well, I don't even know what they're called. The Jets they take <laughs> Roger Jones. Sure. The, the Patriots take Joey Porter Jr. Uh, the Packers take Lucas Van Ness. Oh, yeah. Please, for the love of God, please take Lucas Van Ness, Packers. Please take that guy who can't start at Iowa at 18 overall. Washington takes Deontay Banks and 17. The Pittsburgh Steelers take Darnell Wright offense tag out of Tennessee. So the corners have kind of been picked over a little bit there, huh? Mm-hmm. At that point, Deontay Banks has gone too. Yeah, they um, kind of had a corner run here. Yeah. Um, okay, well, do I want to be right in the prediction of the mock draft or do I want to take who I think they would take in real life? <sighs> I'm just going to say what I think is the thing. Okay. I'm just going to say it's... Ooh, actually, there's two picks there that might be there. All right. I'm going to say one, and then if it's not right, I'm going to guess again. All right. Quentin Johnson. Nope. Okay. B. John Robinson. Nope. Ooh, 0 for 2. Okay, I don't know who it is then. Kalijah Cansey. Wait. So they're going to take Jalen Carter and Cansey? Not happening. No way. No thank you. Hard pass. You're only taking Cansey is if you don't take Carter. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's y'all wild. Y'all silly. People wild. Get out of here. Tampa Bay takes Bijan at 19. Sure. Rebuilding franchise. Let's take a running back with their first. <laughs> I don't get that at all. The reason why the Lions are mocked to him is because they don't have any massive holes. So they're like, who's the first team on the board that we can give Bijan to? Yeah. yeah that's, no, that's, that's exactly really, what it that's is. That's all it is. Because nobody who's rebuilding who doesn't have a quarterback and he has an aging defense is like, you know what we need? Running back. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a team outside of the Eagles, maybe. Yeah, Eagles could take them for sure. Or 10. Yep. 
uh, everyone else kind of needs other yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, think, so. like, really think about it. Like, Chicago's not going to take them. Vegas isn't going to take them. Honestly, after the Lions, like, 20 Seattle. Nope. 21's the Chargers. I nope. guess if they get rid of Eckler, maybe they would. So but. you're not going to pay Austin Eckler, who's a proven commodity, who's a 1,000-yard guy, but you're going to draft a guy in the first round. That seems like a Chargers thing to do. Is Brandon Staley running the uh, draft room, too? Probably. Good Lord. Uh, I guess Ravens could probably too, maybe. maybe. But I feel like they'd be in the quarterback sweepstake a little bit. Yeah, that's a at wild this, thing. Point. Do you think Lamar gets tra- traded on draft night? Probably. Honestly, I think him and Rodgers both could. And well, like I think, six, yeah. Well, Ro- I mean, Rogers the Jets have at least are acknowledging, like, hey, he's going to be here. So yeah. it's like, okay. But I think, like, both get a, like official yeah. on draft day, and draft day is just going to be a wild day. I think, I think the Colts need to do that. I think the Colts need to. Yeah. To just do it. That'd be good. It, because, it. and then, you, you know, I think they just kind of bite the bullet and go, look, the division, it's only Jacksonville really to beat, you know, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. Maybe New England tries the one last ditch effort. Yeah. So- if I'm Lamar, though, I have a list of teams where I go, I'm not going to any of these places because you all have shit wide receivers. Because <laughs> I was already in that with Baltimore. Yep. Like, that's the one in defense of Lamar. They have given him no help mm-hmm. on, on the outside. Hollywood Brown was not good. Sammy Watkins passes prime. Rashad mm-hmm. Bateman, not a one. There's a lot of nothing. You got Mark Andrews and garbage. Minnesota has no money, right? Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have, they're, they're guaranteed to um, Cousins right now. Yeah. Okay. I was like, that would be a really good team for him to go to if no. if they, like, could. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why everybody wants him to come here. Yeah. Same reason. Yeah. You know, good no, offense. It, it, yeah, it good be, yeah. I mean, I mean he, he does. If you're looking at strictly, like, the team around him, he fits here. Yeah. In a lot of ways. He fits. He could go to, like, Dallas and be really good. Yeah, for sure. He would yep. be good in uh, the Giants. He'd yep. be pretty good. I think, he'd be, okay. I think he'd be good in L.A. Part. for the Chargers if they didn't have Herbert. Like, yeah. from looking at, like, the supporting cast and a good offensive line, it fits yeah. like, what he would Bucks, need to succeed. I think, so, like, there's a lot Buffalo of good teams. Buffalo is another team, right? Yeah. yeah. There's there's some teams like that, but they just don't need them because they have better options. Yeah. Uh, this last pick in the first round that yeah. I think would just kill my soul. Yeah. Is Vikings say Quentin Johnston at twenty three? Oh, that would suck. Yeah, that would suck. Also, a little bit of a, I mean, I guess there's no feeling now. So yeah, they probably do need. No, they do receiver. need a receiver. Yeah, that's and, true. And they don't need. I mean, they need help. But like, I don't know. How, they need help defensively though, need, in the yeah. worst way. And I, uh, yeah. So it's it's gonna be interesting. But that would yeah that would make your offense really absolutely for sure. Uh, second round, uh, Lions take. Uh, Cornerback Clark Phillips third out of Utah mm. with their first pick. Mm. And then they take Trenton Simpson at 55. Wow, Trenton Simpson falls far, huh? Far, far. I, I'm going to say this right now, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, linebacker, I don't think is going to be addressed in the first two rounds. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there right now. I just don't see them doing it. Maybe if there's a value there where they're like, man, Trenton Simpson just pops off the tape for us. I just don't think they see it as a position of need. I really, really don't. I could see offensive line... I could see offensive line, defensive line, corner, safety, all as picks before that. I mean, and then, then even then, right? You got running back, you've got uh, tight end. There's just a lot of spots where I just think that there's not going to go linebacker. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Good stuff, as always, Mike. Looking forward to it. Three weeks. We're almost done. We're not going to be able to use that little button anymore for the Merkel mock draft corner after uh, a little bit. Make you sad? A little bit. A little bit. It's my favorite part of the show, as always. That's going to be it for this week's show, guys. Uh, as always, right, once again, thank you to our newest sponsor, Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, for sponsoring the show. Use our code ALWAYSRIGHT for 15% off all your products. You know what that means. Also, Battle Hulk Up coming up. 
big win yesterday without mm-hmm. AJ McCarron mm-hmm. playing yesterday. So one went away. They're dogs. One went away from the playoffs. Yeah, one dogs. went away. But that's gonna be it for this week's show. On behalf of the missing whale man, he is the Merkel, Mike Merkel. I'm the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendica. We will see you guys as always next time.